0: The steelers by the lake podcast my name is cody tanner uh for those of you that are watching on youtube you already recognize that it's just me if you're listening uh it is an episode of just me today unfortunately um the situation the family situation that james was dealing with uh unfortunately took a turn for the worst so as he deals with that and uh we give him his time we are very excited to talk about steelers football but again, uh, keep James and his family in your prayers at this time. If you're the praying type, we appreciate that very, very much. Um, Steelers football is back officially. Week one, home opener against the 49ers took place. We're going to break it all down, talk about it. Um, we're going to go over kind of everything with the game uh, and, and just kind of talk about it. And we'll see where it goes. Uh, being on a show by myself, you are only gonna kind of get my input. Me and James did talk briefly uh beforehand and and he told me some talking points that he would like to to have discussed. So we'll make sure we get those involved. Um but before we get there, the inactives for the game, uh they had Mason Rudolph inactive. They had Desmond King, the new cornerback they just brought in inactive. The tackle Dylan Cook. Uh Gunnar Olszewski was inactive and Armon Watts the nose tackle. Those were all the inactives uh before the game. Now Pittsburgh did go into this. I, I think they were the underdogs, but I think it was only plus or minus maybe three or four points. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I could be completely wrong. We could have been, we could have been not been the underdogs, but again, this was a game that y- you look at the preseason, you look at the additions that Pittsburgh's made in the offseason, all this stuff. Uh, it should have been a close game. It should have been a, a nail biter or, or a tough contest. And unfortunately that just was not the case uh, for those of you that have watched it, which I'm hoping is all of you, it was a 30 to seven loss for Pittsburgh. Um, So this is not a victory Monday, unfortunately. Actually, it's Tuesday. I wasn't able to record last night. So we are here Tuesday morning recording. Um, We're going to kind of go through all the the major talking points. First thing off, uh, Kenny Pickett struggled going through his progressions. He had his first interception, um, and it, it was actually kind of on Deontay Johnson. That's something that James and I talked about, and James wanted to reiterate that Technically, wasn't Kenny Pickett's fault. Um, I will say this. There was a part in this game where Kenny Pickett was sacked um, or, or tackled and took a hit that I felt maybe could have been argued concussion protocol. Um, his head did bounce off the, the ground pretty pretty tough. I'm surprised they didn't check him out. I'm not saying that's an excuse for his play after the fact or anything, but he did seem off all game. Uh, which was strange. I mean, I shouldn't say all game. He, the one touchdown pass in the end zone to Pat Frymuth was a, a beautiful pass um, right on target. And he had a couple other good ones. He, he played fairly well through the game. The two interceptions are going to kind of haunt us a little bit. But quite frankly, uh, Kenny just seemed off from what we saw in preseason. Kenny just didn't seem to be playing as himself, didn't seem to be going through like like James when we talk about his progressions very well. Uh, there was one play when he scrambled to the right uh he actually had a wide open player on a crossing route. I can't remember who it was at the time, but that would have been probably almost a walk in touchdown. Um just a rough game all around. He di- also didn't have a whole lot of time to throw the ball. The offensive line wasn't uh up to up to snuff, I would say. They they did not perform as well as they did in preseason. This is arguably one of the best defensive fronts we'll go up against all year, so I don't necessarily um have major concerns for that. I think Pittsburgh can come back from this and and Improve, uh, the play calling. Neither here nor there. I don't. I. I'm not as empt to say that it was the play calling that caused issues, like I have been in the past. Uh, I. I am excited and hopeful to see Matt Canada make some changes and some, uh, just some better blocking schemes for the running play, for for the pass play, for all of it. Um, getting guys in there to block Jalen Warren and Anthony McFarland both, not afraid to. Pick up blitzers when they're blocking for Kenny, so that's a plus. Uh the running backs there was no room to run. Uh, quite frankly, the like I said, the offensive line struggled, struggled to keep holes open for the running lanes, um, and they also didn't block very well for the pass. Unfortunately, they were all rated fairly poorly by, um, Pro Football Focus, which is neither here nor there. Again, Pro Football Focus has seemed to be against Pittsburgh in a lot of ways. I'm not saying they're out to destroy us or destroy our scores or anything like that. But the the offensive line did not perform well. Um, Anthony McFarlane, however, did have some nice kick returns to the point where they started kicking away from him. Uh, So that was a plus in the special teams aspect. Um, Tight end room. Pat Fryermuth had a great touchdown reception. We talked about that. Darnell Washington um, manhandled Bosa at one point, did a very good job blocking sealing the edges on a couple run plays where nothing else would form. Unfortunately, um, but I'm excited to see what Darnell Washington can do for us in the future, moving forward with the blocking game and then getting him involved in the past. I mean, he's a large target. We don't have Zach Gentry anymore. He's the second tight end. Um, Connor Hayward's, you know, Jack of all trades kind of guy. He, he might be a fullback. He might be a tight end. We'll wait and see. Um, D line, uh, unfortunately Cam Hayward is hurt more than likely going to be going on IR. I do think he's going to need to take, Uh, So time off and have surgery based on what I'm seeing online uh, for his groin injury. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, DeMarvin Liao played through an injury. Uh, Keanu Benton played very well and pushed the pocket well. I was impressed to see that. He also actually ran down a couple runs along the line pretty well when they were running outside. Uh, Montrevious Adams sucked, unfortunately. Uh, Other than his hustle on uh, the long touchdown run, he was hustling trying to catch up. But that D-line, unfortunately, didn't have a lot going on. Um, and quite frankly, it was a bully game. We got bullied throughout the majority of this game, and I hope that it's a pride check for Pittsburgh after this. I hope that every single aspect of the team gets talked to. And, and honestly, if I was the coach, I'd make them watch film in silence. You know, Kind of let them motivate, motivate each other and let them talk it through. Uh, as, as a coach, there's only so much you can do. Mike Tomlin's not the type in my opinion to just stay quiet, but that's something that I would consider. I think the team is kind of going to call themselves to hire after this. At least that's what I'm hoping to see. Um, outside linebackers, TJ Watt, amazing three sacks, two forced fumbles, MVP like game. And yes, guess I'm saying MVP, not just defensive player of the year. TJ Watt is, um, on, I mean, if you can get three sacks and two forced fumbles a game, that is an MVP year. That is a defensive player, MVP year. All day long. Um, barring some crazy record-breaking quarterback play or something. Uh, middle linebacker, not good enough. Unfortunately, Atlanta Roberts did not look the part on this defense. He lacked uh, speed. The lack of speed that he doesn't have was evident. He was unable to keep up with players over the middle, unable to um, you know, catch down, run down running backs, CMC, whatever. It was just unfortunate. I do think they're going to change up the middle linebacker depth chart here moving forward i don't necessarily think it'll happen immediately next week but i think they're going to look into that through practices and stuff like that uh cornerback room levi wallace uh did not play well unfortunately pat pete had two great pass breakups even though he got beat for a touchdown um he did slip in the back of the end zone that happens um it's unfortunate that that happened uh the safety position they avoided minka all game long they threw wherever he wasn't i don't blame them uh, that's just a technique now. It's very evident that we need other safeties in the room. Keanu Neal and uh, DeMonte KZ just did not play well. Um, I believe it was KZ that got blocked um, by a running back that, as James put it in our conversation, he was blocked by a running back that didn't even lose a step in his stride. Um, it was kind of like wiping off a bug off your windshield with the windshield wipers while you're driving. It was a very sad effort um on his part to to make a tackle on a player, or make a play on a play i should say uh boz played well boz for president he had a good game um if i'm not mistaken he was one for one on extra points that was all there was um he didn't get He technically could have had chances for field goals and stuff we chose to go for it on fourth down multiple times that's okay i think we were one for two on the game if i'm not mistaken or one for one for three i think actually um Harvin had a good game, other than one punt. Presley Harvin actually had six punts in the game, in all one was inside the twenty. Uh, his longest was fifty-seven. It, it it was what it was. When you have to punt all day long, you're going to have those numbers, and it's just unfortunate. Um, as far as the injuries go, uh, I already talked about uh, Cam Hayward. Deontay Johnson has an injury that I'm not sure we if we have updates on. I'm excited to see what's happening there and hopeful that. Um, he's able to come back. So I'm actually going to check out on those injuries right now. But again, this was just a game where I felt like Pittsburgh got out coached, outplayed out, uh, performed. They, they just did not. And, and Pittsburgh fans have been saying this for a while, myself included. It doesn't always feel like Pittsburgh comes prepared for these games. And even when they do, uh, it's like after the fact that things, get changed and things should things should honestly um especially after a preseason you should come in there and and george pickens even said that they used coverages that they weren't expecting and this and that there's only so much you can do to plan for a game if they come out with a different game plan than what you were anticipating um so that's unfortunate but i do hope that we see cam hayward uh come back after surgery i'm not saying consistently that he's not I'm not saying that he's going to consistently miss the rest of the season. Deontay Johnson, I haven't seen an update on his uh, hamstring injury. He was holding his hammies after a play. Uh, you fear the worst in that situation. You feared maybe he pulled a hamstring. Uh, t- hopefully didn't tear a hamstring. hamstring. That would be horrible. Uh, but again, the guys played fairly well. Uh, looking at the guys, Quan Alexander was all over the place when he was in. TJ Watt, obviously the three sacks. One, uh, two forced fumbles, um, making plays. The one forced fumble was tough because Brock Purdy was holding it on his back. T.J. Watt kind of had it. I don't know. Uh I don't blame the call standing on that that Brock Purdy had possession. Uh, but it's it's tough when you get those situations where defense is making plays and offense can only ha- manage to put up seven points when they were, I mean, scoring at will. It felt like first team offense. Um, in preseason. But again, that's preseason. They weren't always going up against the number ones. They were not going up against guys like Nick Bosa, um, Fred Warner. I mean, all the guys on the San Francisco 49ers team that we talked about in the preview. Uh it, it was very unfortunate that we didn't come out ready for that. And it, it's felt like in any aspect, quite frankly. So I'm hopeful for this next game. We do have a game uh, obviously next week. We have an early buy this week, but we do play the Browns next week. Browns coming off a major upset win against the Bengals. They held the Bengals' offense to only three points. Uh, we'll have to see what's going to be taking place there. I'm excited and hopeful. We typically play well against the Browns, so we will see. That is a, um, if I'm not mistaken, that is a Sunday night game next week. So we'll we'll be excited for that. James will be with us for the next show. That show should be coming out Saturday morning, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, and depending on our schedules and his schedule. But again, keep your prayers and thoughts with him and his family. They are going through a lot right now. Um, and if he ever wants to open up with you guys about that, he can do that next time on the show. Again, we thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys have any predictions or any um, frustrations you want to air out, let us know. Uh, send us a message. We'll talk about it on the show. Um, I also um, want to mention, uh, per James, because James is always excited about this, if you guys do listen on Apple Podcasts, Uh, give us those five-star reviews if you write something in there and not just put a five-star review hit submit uh we will read your review on the show we will talk about it we will thank you and we appreciate all those five-star reviews uh that's just another way outside of sharing things on facebook and liking things and commenting uh that's a way to get this podcast out there this is something that james and i love to do and we're very excited for the future of this show so again thank you guys so much for listening be sure to like and follow on facebook twitter instagram TikTok and YouTube. Subscribe and ring the bell. It's free. And until next time, this is your host, Cody, and signing off for James as well. Peace.